This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. It is that time again. The marketing geeks and the fashionable sheep. We're back. Fashion chic. Yes. Thank you for adding me, Justin. We are here. It's Andro Sturgeon from the Netherlands. Justin Womack from Camarillo. And Lisa, who's visiting the Netherlands this week. That's right. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Yes, visiting the Netherlands this week, having a great time uh, and learning a lot about uh, the culture of Holland. What have, what have you learned about our Dutch culture over here? Uh, well, I have learned that uh, I can find a lot of tulips to purchase for souvenirs, but I haven't found any wooden shoes yet. And I want to go home with some wooden shoes. So that's an issue. Really? Yeah. Get, a little, get, get some clogs? Yeah, I want to get some clogs. What are you going to do with those? Well, I, you know, I probably will hang them. Um, you know, like people hang dice from their mirrors of their car. I'm thinking about hanging some little wooden shoes from the mirror of my sports car. They're kind of hard that... to wear that way. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they don't look com- comfy enough to wear. No, no. And plus, you know, I'm fashionably chic, so you know, I just don't think with my skirts and my dresses and everything, the clogs are really going to, you know, work. You know, clogs are the new Crocs. Don't. don't. So have you have you explored the um, the coffee shop culture over there in Amsterdam and in Holland? Has, has you hit that up yet, or have you had the mayonnaise covered fries? Any anything like that? Okay, what, what's yeah. Happening? So like, I, I purchased the fries, and uh, I had uh, one fry dipped in mayonnaise. And uh, that was interesting. And <laughs> I visited a coffee shop and I had coffee. And I uh, also took some really unique pictures of the other offerings in the coffee shop. And uh, then I played hopscotch after I left the coffee, coffee shop because uh, mm-hmm. there was this really beautiful hopscotch uh, sidewalk. So that was pretty cool. So, yeah, I visited the coffee shops. I've... Um, Went to Amsterdam. Now, I now, just for the record, she had coffee, like legitimate coffee at the coffee shop. So, yeah, uh, is yeah. that some kind of a code? Is that kind of some kind of a no, code that no, you have over there? Coffee. Now, me on the other hand, I, <laughs> I also visited um, something called the Red Light District, and uh, that oh, was, yeah, 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 that was. Audra speaks only of that. <laughs> Yeah, that was interesting. Um, I have to tell you that uh, that was kind of like a once in a lifetime experience just, you know, to see all of the tourists there. Uh, I was more interested in seeing what the tourists were doing, saying what they were wearing, how they were interacting. Uh, It was fun. Now, here's the thing. I I would too. the first time I went to the Red Light District was in 1994. Right. And a, a little history. I met Lisa actually on that trip. Yeah, I was not. 
I was not working in the red light district. Let, just, that's right. Let's just clarify. Not, that. This is not how we met. Um, and we did not meet in Amsterdam. But yeah, um, uh, he, he made it sound like I was working the red no, light district. Can you please clarify that to I, our I'm listeners? I'm going to completely clarify he, that. He said, the way he said it, Justin, was that he <laughs> met me uh, 23 years ago in the red light district. Yeah. Uh, yeah. No. That didn't, that didn't happen. I, I met her. Uh, <laughs> so. So the story is how I, I met Lisa was uh, I was traveling around Copenhagen and uh, she was lost. And I kind of, I don't know if I even know my, I don't think I even knew my way around. I think I was just like, I, I noticed that um, I couldn't get on the right bus to get me back to my college dorm. Cause I was studying, uh, finishing up my master's in Copenhagen, Denmark. So what was interesting is that um, all of the Danish people are like these beautiful beautiful, tall, blonde Viking men. And, you know, back 23 years ago, not everybody spoke English. So I was looking for like, you know, someone with dark hair and dark eyes that could speak English. And so I just happened to go up to this guy and say, do you speak English? He's like, yeah, I'm from LA. I'm like, oh, I'm from New York. So I'm like, okay, I don't know how to get back to my dorm. Can you help me with the buses? Because I don't know how to use the buses here. So as a gentleman, I figured it out and I got her back to her dorm and she said, Oh, you could stay here, but you, you got to sleep on the floor. And she gave me a very, very pointed finger and pointed to me and pointed to the floor and pointed to me again. I gave him a blanket, you know, and the buses had stopped. And was it a hardwood floor or a it was carpeted a hardwood floor? floor. But My anyway. God. My God, that is, that is just harsh. Yeah, but you know what? It, was, it, it, it actually <laughs> reminded me a bit of uh, like Before Sunrise. Is that a movie? It was a movie. I never saw that movie. I, I never saw that movie. I never saw it before sunrise. I never saw the other. There's like a, that's a trilogy, I believe. Yeah. But I've never seen any of those uh, any yeah. of those films. It was uh, it, it was good. It was uh, it, it was very sweet, very sweet movies. So um, anyway, I uh, I recommend them. So let's get into the let's get into well, the content well, today. Let, let, I mean, we're, let me we're just kind say, of, uh, you know, we're talking about how Andros and I got linked up, and so because we got linked up in Copenhagen like 23 years ago as friends, uh, I think that's a good lead in to what you're going to be talking about today, Justin. Because the story goes like this: she wrote to me once, and I was terrible. I was a terrible pen pal. So she wrote to me, and she's just like, "Hey, you were really interesting." Thank you, you know, and you know, I, nice chatting with you. We, just we, for the we, record, I don't remember writing to him. Yeah. And I, I actually I actually saved that in fact that Do you have proof of this, Andres? You have I proof. Have proof. You and it's actually letters? you know where it is? It's in a box in your garage, <laughs> that proof. Oh, ugh. okay, I'll have to dig through. All right, good. No, I don't do that. Um, <laughs> Please do, Justin. I want to prove him wrong. So so anyway, uh, here's the interesting thing. All these years pass and uh, she is uh, now a teacher and she wants to figure out how to market a book that she wrote, a children's book. And so she looks on LinkedIn and finds my profile and sees that I'm uh, in marketing. And so she reaches out to me on LinkedIn and uh, she asked me, hey, would you be able to help me market my book? And soon we were chatting again about different things and cut to now uh, – now she is helping me with uh, helping us with this podcast and part of the Starchild Interactive team and um, doing some dynamic stuff. But LinkedIn, where it was not only able to uh, reconnect our friendship, but also uh, reconnect uh, us to become business uh, associates. So it just goes to show you the power of LinkedIn. And uh, as a full disclaimer. Justin and I have a small project. Justin, you want to talk about that? Sure. But first of all, I want to say that how awesome it is for Lisa to have joined, you know, one of the top, what, 20 podcasts in the world, Marketing Geeks. That's right. So it is It is an honor to have you as well, but it's also, uh, it must be an honor for you to be on this show, right? And I want to thank all seven of our listeners. <laughs> all Justin, seven, yes. Justin, I just want you to find that box in your garage of the supposed letter that I sent Andros 23 years ago and prove him wrong, that it wasn't from me. It was from somebody named Guinevere. And it said, it said, I met a lot of nuts on that trip, but out of all the nuts, you're the nuttiest. That's what it said. What a sweet sweet hallmark uh, when i talk card. about nuts i usually i usually say something like mm, 
I saw Peter panic in your eye and you ran away in a jiffy. That would be more like something I would write. Reminds me of uh, Michael Keaton. Uh, Want to get nuts? Let's get nuts. <laughs> Anybody? Ah, <laughs> oh, I love it. Batman. That's right. That's right. I love it. So uh, what Andres was alluding to is that we have a course, a digital curriculum called the LinkedIn Mastery Course. Uh, which is available at the website, which is aptly named, very aptly named, LinkedInMasteryCourse.com. What? So if you go to LinkedInMasteryCourse.com, I know, I know. It's a, We spent a lot of time thinking of the URL to match our website name. And after, what, like two or three days of deliberations, that's what we came up with. So we rolled with it. We took a chance. We took a chance on that one. So- uh, but if you go to LinkedInMasteryCourse.com right now, you can register for our upcoming webinar, which um, I believe will be taking place next week. We haven't locked down the official date. It'll be e- either uh, next week or the week after. So stay tuned for that. But go to LinkedInMasteryCourse.com. Even if you're listening to this as a replay, we often will be going back and doing new webinars. So check out the website and see what's coming up for our next live presentation. Yeah, and and what we're going to go over um, with the LinkedIn Mastery Course is completely free for everybody. And um, it's just basically how to develop a master LinkedIn profile that gets you noticed. But we've done this a few times and it has been very successful. People really respond to it. And I have a technique that I use to land me jobs almost instantly. Like if I, if I lost my job tomorrow, by Friday, I would be setting up interviews. And so uh, if, if you are looking at changing your career or getting a new job, uh, we, we offer this as a service to people so they can get their LinkedIn profile up and running. Just to clarify what you're saying, Andros, um, yeah, you are one of the best people I've ever met at using LinkedIn as a job leveraging tool. Uh, the course that we do, I just want to clarify for everybody listening is, uh, it's a hybrid. So we will talk about if you're looking to get a top level job and you want to go the corporate route and make six plus figures in your income, Andros will be the guy that's going to guide you through how to achieve that. And his system is absolutely top notch. I mean, he's a guy that was in the United States one year ago and has landed two pretty major jobs in in the uh, Netherlands area. Uh, within uh, within just a short period of time, completely using LinkedIn. So he's uh, he's the man for that. But we also will talk about it as business owners, how you can transform your profile as a marketing tool. So if you're a small business owner or a, mid, a mid-level size, or even if you're an enterprise level business owner, you can also use LinkedIn as a marketing tool for your business. So it's it's a it's a hybrid course where we, if you're an employee, we'll get you a better job. If you're a business, we will get you better. So, so we want to talk about LinkedIn specifically. It's my absolute favorite social network, and uh, there's a few things about it. First of all, I, I will I just want to go on record and and across the board, most people don't know how to LinkedIn. They just don't know how to do it well. And um, th- there's a lot of don'ts that people do, and there's some there's some do's, and so uh, we want to go over a couple of those now because LinkedIn is probably one of the best marketing tools available. Um, how's your LinkedIn profile looking, Lisa? So my profile is terrible, and I'm looking forward to going through the course with the both of you. Um, and and I have to tell you, you know, Justin, you really you know built Andros up to be you know pretty spectacular, landing to, you know, high profile jobs here in the Netherlands. And it must be completely related to his LinkedIn profile because I've been here in the Netherlands this week and his Dutch is rappy. So, you know, it's not because he's, he's, he's trilingual or bilingual and that, uh, you know, so, so whatever he's putting on LinkedIn is landing him these great jobs and, uh, it's, it's not as Dutch. So I just think it's important to clarify that you can pretty much market yourself on LinkedIn to get the job of your dreams. And, uh, Andros is living proof and you don't even, you can go to a country where they, you know, you don't even speak the language. And get the job done. And if Andros, if Andros can do it, then anyone—I mean, anybody—I mean, anybody—not that smart. <laughs> and 
my skill set is not that good. So and and he's proven that to me all week. You know, <laughs> he's not that smart. His skill set is not that good. But I have I'm not to even def- good looking. He's not. You know, and he's not even good looking. He's short. I'm not um, that well spoken. He's not that well spoken. I mean, and, and my uh, eyes are kind of too close together and a little funny looking. Yeah, but you you know you don't have that big scowl face that Justin oh, has. You oh, know, you had to go yeah. there, didn't you? You just had to go. Oh, sorry, there. Justin. We just keep going back to it. But you know, what? I'm looking forward to learning a lot because I have to fix my my LinkedIn profile because I I am um you know looking for uh currently looking for a bigger job and I may have some news for our our listeners next week. Ooh. So well, so, speaking of wait, real quick, real quick, Andre. So speaking of the scowl face, I went to uh, I was at Target last <laughs> week. So I was at Target last week and I was just in line making a purchase. And as I was uh, checking out, the cashier looked over to me and he's like, are you okay? He asked me if I was okay because of that, <laughs> that scowl face because I have this that resting scowl, I'm telling you. So I, I'm like, in my mind, I'm just like sitting there waiting on this guy to finish up. But in his mind, he's like, I'm angry at him. Uh, he did something wrong. So I have that face so that people people want to do better around me because they think that I'm angry at them. I think you need to smile more because I've noticed that you have dimples and that's like a really good selling point. Like I think if you just smile a little bit and maybe I could do something with your eyebrows. I know you don't have the unibrow, but I might be able to soften up the eyebrows with, um, I don't know, maybe an eyebrow, a lighter eyebrow pencil and maybe a little blush. We'll see what we can do. (laughs) We'll soften you up. Okay. What about, what about some guy liner? What do you think of that? Guy liner? Guy liner? I'm not really into guy liner. Um, You know, there's some... I, I draw some boundaries with, with men, and that would be one that, you know, I'm Le- not for. Lisa's going to be our fascist consultant. <laughs> yes, fascist. <laughs> you say our fascist, yeah, our yeah, fascist I consultant? Call it, I call it um, the Moo Cellini Salon. Nice one. Mm, yeah. I like yeah. it. Like, that's good. And if I call it the Moo <laughs> Cellini Salon, then, of course, you, you've got all kinds of <laughs> – other opportunities. It, 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 it trumps. It trumps the competition. Yeah, right? it, it trumps the competition. Who's stepping cows? Well, no, I was going to say moo. You know, we'd have coffee and we'd have cream and we'd have you know some other things there too because I think it's important when you shop to always have a good cup of Java. You know, a cup of Joe. You know, you ha- you have to have that. It's good marketing. Shopping. It is. Good it's marketing. good marketing. Yeah. So let's 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 cut to the chase. Okay, we're all feeling linked right now. So now let's just get into it. Okay. So so here's here's the thing that I just want to go over with LinkedIn and why LinkedIn is important. And so when Justin and I, uh, you know, we we've done presentations for uh, many, many, many companies. They, they hire us to come in and do LinkedIn, uh, personalized LinkedIn overviews of, of their employees. And the first thing that we always seem to find is that most people on LinkedIn, they don't utilize all the parts of LinkedIn that will help them get found. Well, let me ask you a question though, because I always looked at LinkedIn on my phone. If I look at it at my computer, is there more to see? Well, it's about the same. It's the same stuff. Oh, yeah. Because I think I'm missing some pieces. Well, you probably are. You probably are. You're probably missing a lot. You're probably missing a lot of pieces. When, um, if you go look at like my profile or Andres's profile, um, you'll see that there's probably a whole bunch of sections that you don't even have on your profile because you have to know kind of where to find them and how to add them on there. So that, and that's one of the things that we do with the with our uh, LinkedIn Mastery course is we break down exactly like what the sections are and I how hope what you, you find fill them what you're looking for. Sorry. That's exactly. That was good. I, love I was you. feeling very Miley tonight. Is that who that was? Can I can I tell you can I tell you why it's also important? Because this is to me this is the the number one reason that LinkedIn is so important. If you are to Google search your name, if you go on Google and you type in your name, your LinkedIn profile will almost certainly be among the top three results, if not number right. one. So from a first impression standpoint, if somebody is checking up on you, they're probably gonna go to Google first. They're probably gonna Google your name. And they're likely going to find your LinkedIn profile right there. They're going to click to it from Google. And then that's how their first impression of you as a professional is uh, is going to come across. So if you're slacking on your LinkedIn profile, then you're not making a good impression. Oh, and did. there's a good chance that you could you could lose the Justin, sale. I just did it and my picture is horrific. Okay, so so I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna can I can I can I completely tear apart your LinkedIn profile, Lisa? Okay, just just don't like, you know, say all my jobs. I, I won't. I won't. Just like beep. 
Okay. Well, we already know the red light district. Was that your first one? Human trafficker. (laughs) 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 She works with children. I'm just kidding. It was 23 years ago. Come on. I've grown up a lot. (laughs) I've grown. So um, Lisa is actually one of the most moral people I've ever met. And um, despite, you know, I don't know why she hangs out with me. Because whenever she hangs out with me, she she probably should boil herself <laughs> for about no, twenty minutes. No, no, no. I just I buy hand sanitizer and I like start with my forehead, my ears, and then I just put the hand sanitizer all over my body, and I feel germ free after. Yeah, and we also we also have a one meter rule where I'm not allowed to be anywhere like she like there's like a one meter bubble, like invisible bubble. I'm not allowed to cross mm-hmm. so uh, yeah um so okay. that the personal space threshold there so i'm looking at at, at she, i mean the picture looks really nice very professional the the only thing i would say about the picture is that you have a busy background and you seem to disappear into the background so with your photo i, with I would i would i would give yourself a plain background okay i need that you need that i need that and it's also kind of shadowy I, your eyes look kind of dark as pitch like there's something <laughs> There's something sinister going I on. I didn't have a professional picture, and I just happened to be presenting at a conference in Vegas, and yeah. somebody took the picture, and I said, yeah, I want to switch it up a little bit. It's, it's okay. I mean, it's a decent picture, but I agree with Andros. Uh, a, a solid background will make you stand you out more. And uh, and then, you know, you should remember that, again, this is going to be the picture that makes the first impression. So, uh, yeah, the, the more professional, the better off you are and the better results you're going to get from your Now, program. the other thing that I'm seeing here is that you're the, the, underneath your name is the summary. It's like the very, very brief summary of who you are and what you do. And that summary or says, well, no, you want to it, it sums up who you are, who you are as a superhero. Right, like that. My superpowers. Your superpowers. Uh huh. So, so yeah. the first thing it says is former superintendent of schools, director of special education and instruction, high school and elementary principal. Now, the thing I would get rid of is former mm-hmm. because one of the biggest mistakes that mm-hmm. I see with anyone doing their LinkedIn profile is they put either aspiring something or other or looking for new opportunities. Mm-hmm. You don't want to do that. You're not a former superintendent of schools. You are a retired and recovering. I'm recovering from it. No, that sounds like you. You're. It sounds like you're at twelve-step you meetings for superintendents. Uh, uh, like. Yeah, my name is Lisa, and I am a recovering alcoholic. Well, okay, my name is Lisa, and I'm a recovering superintendent of schools. Hello, Lisa. <laughs> Hi, Lisa. <laughs> It's okay. It's okay. Okay, so now I know you've I used all to been AA. I used to drive a bus. <laughs> um, so, so the thing is, is that like with this particular thing, the first thing I would change is I wouldn't change former superintendent of schools. I would put something. I would get rid of former, and I would just put superintendent of schools. You know, it doesn't matter. That's a former thing. It's like, or what is you know, like like uh, what is your superpower when it comes to that? Like um, uh, superintendent. Director of special education, uh, uh, high inst- like you know, so, so leadership, some, something along those lines that really pinpoint exactly what See, you do. I have a feeling that the marketing geeks are going to make the classically chic much more marketable on LinkedIn. Now, uh, problem number two that I see here. Big, oh big God, problem. He's, he's ripping me apart. Yeah. And we're in the same room. I'm not even. I'm not even in another country, and he's tearing tearing this oh, up. I yeah. mean, usually I'm across the Atlantic, but like I literally could slap him right now. And we could pick up the audio if you do. That's we'll, we'll hear it. Probably we'll hear gonna it. happen. That'd be great. That'd be great for radio. It wouldn't be the first time. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, how many connections do you have? Mm, I don't really know. It's right there. That's a number. Oh, 284. Oh, snap. You need to get over the magic number, a which 500. is 500. And 500, yeah. you have to get over 500, 500 is just from an optic standpoint, because anyone that visits your profile, they can see that you have, they can see your number of connections, but when you hit 500, it says 500 plus. So from an optic standpoint, you want to be above 500 minimal. Um, so that you look like you're a yeah. well-connected person, even if you're not. I have well over 7,000 connections. <laughs> now, now, here's the thing. Yeah, that's right. I'm better than you. Okay, but how many of those connections did you meet on Tinder and then say, could you please go to my LinkedIn profile? You know something? <laughs> why you got to go there? 
Why? Or, or Zook or uh, Plenty of Fish or Bumble and say, you know, listen, just just hey baby now just this, go to my linkedin profile but you bring and up, like you seem me. to know a lot about these uh these platforms but Lisa. you know what you bring up a good point which I is seem to know a lot. No. which is which is one of the other things that people don't really get with linkedin is that linkedin is not a dating site it's not it is not oh, it is a professional I've been site using it all now, wrong justin there are two there are there are two sort of trains of thought when it comes to your connections on linkedin and train thought number one is do you connect with just the people that you know and you do business with and just the person who invented linkedin believes that, that should be the case that you should only connect with people that you know have met and done business with the other methodology, which is the one that I subscribe to and Justin subscribes to, that is they've had blood work done and they've been tested, tested for STDs. <laughs> and then and that's when you connect them onto Bumble and then oh, tell them to. Yeah, you, you take so, it that way. So the 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 other the, the other part of it is that you have to. Um, uh, you connect to as many people as possible. You connect to because here's I'm, I'm going to give you a story of why this is important. Uh, when I first decided that I was going to move to the Netherlands, I had no connections here. I had zero connections in the Netherlands. So what I did was I just started. I, I used their search algorithm and I looked up people in the Netherlands and I just started connecting to CEOs that were CEOs of companies that I thought were interesting. And before too long, I put out, you know, two, three hundred, four hundred connection requests. And before too long, I suddenly had uh, connections in the Netherlands. And the thing is that when you connect to someone on LinkedIn, you connect to everyone that they're connected to. So if somebody has 7,000. So that's why I'm getting all these LinkedIn requests lately. I thought it was because of my smoking hot picture. I had no idea. You're, with your dark eyes that you can't see, <laughs> it looked like someone swallowed your soul, and you're like, "I'm okay. swallowing yours next." I just want you to know, I am going to have a new picture taken tomorrow. Okay, we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna make this happen. So, um, okay, so uh, you need to get more more connections. And again, some people are not into well, this idea. Well, Andros and Justin haven't friended me yet. <laughs> but but the interesting thing. We're friends. I, I friended you. We're friends. Yeah, Andres might not have, but I just... we're not even friends though. Like in I, alive, I know. I don't even like you. I know. It's I don't like true. either one of you. But that's okay. You don't. You don't have to like your LinkedIn connections. It's you, They just have to be connected themselves. Yeah. They have to be. They have to be worth. So it's good to connect with people also in the industry. So, like for instance, if you connect with someone at Google or YouTube or Facebook, and you connect with that one person, you're going to connect with everyone that they're connected to. So you can start connecting with them easier. And this this um, this starts to expand your network. So if you want to get a job uh, within certain industries then it, it's helpful. And I have a process that I use. If you want to get a job anywhere in the world, I mean, honestly, you could get a job anywhere in the world. I have a methodology that has been proven to me over and over again. Uh, I've done it. So you can get jobs pretty much anywhere if you follow my methodology. And ironically... Let me say, let me say something real quick about yeah. the connections. Um, because... Connections are most important if you're running the free LinkedIn account because LinkedIn, there's, there are, there are uh, a couple different versions of LinkedIn. There's paid versions. They have a job seeker version, which is paid. They have LinkedIn sales navigator, which is paid. And then they have the free account. If you're running the free account, the amount of people that you're able to search, um, meaning your, your ability to reach out and find people on LinkedIn is limited to your first and second degree connections. And, yeah, I wanted uh, to a, know that. What are those degrees? I don't get so you, that. You can, because... you can search out. So we'll, we'll talk about that in a second. But you can search out to your second degree and a little bit of your third degree network. But you can't see anybody outside of that network if you're running a free account. What does that so the mean? more connections. It's driving me crazy. Well, it's, it's like, okay, let's, let's, break, let's break and talk about that. So, Andros, let's talk about the seven degrees of Kevin Bacon. So let's, uh, I'm going to let Andros take the ball here and explain the seven degrees of Kevin because Bacon. Because I have to tell you something that drives me crazy. I feel like people are stalking me when I say, when I see, oh, somebody viewed your LinkedIn profile. But. Oh, 
they have the upgraded version that they pay for. And then I get an advertisement that says that I could pay whatever to, to get the upgrade. But I want to know who's been looking at my profile. Right. And I feel like I have stalkers. Yeah. I have stalkers. That's another, okay, so that's another premium feature of paid LinkedIn is that you can see, you could see who's viewed your profile for the past 90 days, every single person. If you're on the free account, you can only see the last five people to have viewed you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So with a free account, you can only see, you know, the most and, recent five. And just for the record, you're talking to a guy who I had LinkedIn for a long time. And I was, I, I was like, I was like, why would I ever pay for LinkedIn? I mean, there are certain things on the internet you just, why would you pay for that? Why would I pay for certain to find web, out who's talking you websites that I can get media from when they're free? That's different types of websites. I'm not saying what kind, but LinkedIn kind of fell into that category. Why would I? Why would I? Why would I do that? But then once I I got the upgraded version, it's like it's a mandatory expense for me. I have to have. LinkedIn. And, um, and the reason why, so it goes like this basically is you, if, if, if you and I don't know each other, Mm -hmm. right. And you know that I know Justin, Mm -hmm. right. But you can't get to Justin because Justin is outside of your network. Mm -hmm. If you friend me, Mm -hmm. then you now, uh, Justin is a third degree uh, network oh, person. Third degree. I move into I move into your second degree network because I know right. Andros. So if you friended Andros, then I would move from the third it's degree like to the second degree. Once removed, I totally get it now. Yeah, but but so with each of those people that you befriend, then you are suddenly closer in on those circles. So if you befriend one person at Google, for instance, and you want to get a job at Google, you are then connected to a lot more Google people, right? So there's there's a strong and if you go on, if you go on there and you search uh, this acronym, which is L I O N, like Lion, it, it stands for LinkedIn Open Networker. If you friend these LinkedIn Open Networkers, a lot of them will put on their profile they have like twenty five thousand connections, fifty thousand connections. If you friend one of them, then all of their connections will move into your second degree network. So by connecting with these uh, power connectors or LinkedIn Open Networkers, uh, that is going to really make your free profile much more user-friendly. So if you're running the free profile, I recommend it. If you're, if you're running a paid profile, it's not as necessary to do that. Uh, so but you can so do it now too. there's a couple of other things that have to do with, with your LinkedIn algorithm. In, in, our, in our LinkedIn mastery course, that is free, by the way, and we're going to be running that in a couple of weeks. So just go to linkedinmasterycourse.com. And I do have to ask, do either of you have stock in LinkedIn? No. Oh, okay. All right. No, All right. no. But... Well, LinkedIn was uh, was purchased by Microsoft, so you have to have stock in Microsoft to have stock in LinkedIn at the moment. And I do not have any stock in, uh, in Microsoft at the moment, but I do have stock in Disney. I told Andres about yeah, that. Yeah, me already. too. Disney's evil. <laughs> we actually were talking about the Dinglehopper tonight. Uh, never mind. So, so I have I have some Facebook stock too, which probably will upset Andres, but it's oh true. My I do. God, what's the matter with you? <laughs> so, so here's the thing. I'm also looking at your summary, right? And your summary is very short, you know, because I'm it, only four eleven and a half. Yeah, well, I guess <laughs> I guess it fits. So the thing is, is that is that one of the things, the ways that that um, uh, people find you on LinkedIn is LinkedIn uses an AI algorithm that looks for certain keywords in context, much like Google. And it will serve up people that they feel are fitting their particular queries. So if your query, uh, if somebody, if your, if your keywords in your profile aren't really filling this out, uh, then it's not going to, it's not going to help you. Next week, we're going to, so just so you know, everybody's that we're doing three weeks of, of kind of breaking down LinkedIn and how it can help you with finding a job and getting sales. Um, and, and you will see my profile improve as we go through this th- next three weeks. Th- that's right. That's right. But, uh, but so we're going to show you picture. next week, we're going to show you a little trick on how you can see how the AI algorithm of LinkedIn sees you, what they, what, what kind of words are popping up when, when someone's Googling you. I am uh, so excited because, you know, the last algorithm I played around with was the eight stepped algorithm to solve the Rubik's cube. So this is just like so far beyond that. So, yeah. so we also want to create a custom URL for, uh, for Lisa. So I, I know that her URL is a standard one. 
So that we'll we'll go more into that I think next week. But we're going to talk about how you can change your URL on LinkedIn to make it customized, which will also make it slightly more SEO friendly and it'll look more professional that way. And then the background. Don't forget the background photo. The background photo is her background photo is totally blank right now. So we uh, we definitely want to add the a background, background photo. photo too. Background? Where is that? It's right there. It's that that. Oh, uh, the stars. Yeah. I don't even know how to do that, well, fellas. Guess what we teach in the LinkedIn Mastery Course. Man. I'm so excited that this is free because a plane ticket over here cost me a fortune. I know, I know. And and we and she came all the way over here just to do this podcast. So it better well be worth it. So one of the other things, this is a this is a big mistake. It's that, now a tax write-off though, Lisa. It's now a tax write-off because you're doing the podcast. It's part of your business. That's right. Make sure to write it off. It is. I will I will write this off and uh, when the IRS comes after me, I will say talk to Justin. Tell them to listen to this episode right here. <laughs> So to tell the IRS I, to listen to this episode. Six. So, so mistake number two is uh, that you have not um, filled out your profile summary, which you can um, you can get up to thousand characters, and you do not have that. You need to fill that sucker out with keywords that are relevant to who you are, and what your superpowers are. So, and we'll get into that a little bit later in the next episode. But uh, and we'll also talk about we'll also talk about how you can do keyword research. So there's 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 not tools to necessarily pull the top keywords from link uh, from LinkedIn. There are uh, you can find some articles. LinkedIn will release periodically the top uh, keyword searches. But for for live tools, we're going to show you some uh, ways of looking into what people are searching on Google. And from the from the Google information, you can kind of extrapolate that over to LinkedIn, and we use that to determine, okay, if, if this number of people are, are searching this term in Google, then this must be a relevant keyword for my business. And plus, there's some other tools that Andres will show you right. where you can leverage professionally written um, job descriptions. I'm going to be honest and, and use those with well. you both, okay? Uh, Justin and Andros, I have a confession. You're a man. it's just cool i don't care no 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 no. um but i do have a confession um i like you do love star wars i I like people's posts as you like star wars yeah i fell asleep in 1997 during the uh second you know what's gonna have to happen i'm gonna have to sit you down empire strikes back movie in the theater but no i have a confession okay (laughs) i I go through my linkedin just to see if i get messages from people and new new requests and that happens all the time like daily but what happened i don't know how to post anything on linkedin like i can like things and then i get these little notifications like wish so so and so you know congratulations for their fifth year anniversary for this job and i do that just you know to be like this the fashionista, social butterfly, you know, that kind of thing. So, you know, I connect with people that way, but I don't even know how to post something on LinkedIn. Well, guess what we do? I mean, I, I get it. I get it. It's a little complicated, but uh, you're off the show. So pack your bags. <laughs> you're off the show. <laughs> you're fine. <laughs> it, 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 when we do the LinkedIn mastery course. You're going to teach me this. We're going to teach you that. So, but okay. there are other people out there in, in, in you know, I think there's got to be other people out there that are educated and have, you know, great skill set and have a, a good education and have great jobs and they're looking for other jobs and they're in the same yeah. position as me. They don't and, know how to use LinkedIn. And LinkedIn has become the go-to platform for employers to look for new employees and research uh, research who they are and what they what they are. So, um, and Lisa, not only not only will we show you how to how to post on LinkedIn, but we'll show you how to automate content on LinkedIn, so you can actually automatically post articles that are relevant to your industry um, from curated sources. So these are actually good articles. We've been using this tool for a while, but you can actually have automatically um, you can automatically post articles uh, relevant to certain topics on your profile uh, without ever having to lift a finger. So we'll show you how to do that. And then we'll show you how you can create your own articles like blog posts and host them on LinkedIn, which make them, they make them stay on your profile more accessibly. And they're also a great way of boosting your brand reputation. Let me ask you this, Justin, because um, this is is relevant to what I might be doing in the future. Is it possible for a business or a company to have a LinkedIn type profile so that, uh, you know, people can go and uh, get information about, or is it, is it all individual? Yeah, you can you can have a so you have, it's all individual, but you can have company pages. So there are company pages on LinkedIn. Okay. And the way that the company, I actually uh, they have an office for LinkedIn in Carpinteria, which is pretty close to where I live. 
And I've met with a few of the uh, execs over at LinkedIn that have, uh, they're members of the Ventura Chamber of Commerce, which I'm a member of as well. So I've actually met with a few of them and they've, they've kind of shared with me that the, comp- the companies that get the most pull, um, the company pages that get the most pull are the ones where all, all the employees need to be registered under that company. So you, you need a company that has several employees to, to make it more uh, user or to make it more search friendly. And all of those employees need to be connected to the page and regularly posting content, um, citing the page. And when that happens, those companies tend to get a lot of um, a lot of organic search rankings in in LinkedIn, and those are the ones that get the most engagement. Cool. You know, those are the, those. Are, I have so many questions related to LinkedIn. I, I just love your your tutorial. Yeah, and we'll we'll cover all this now. I'm gonna go over. Can I can I continue tearing your profile apart? Yeah. Okay. So one of the things I'm looking at now is your Jeez. experience, and you have a lot of really juicy experience. This what you there's. He's some, not talking about. I did not put on the right the red light district that I worked there 23 years ago. Yeah, that's not on there. You know, but it it could help land you a job. <laughs> Juicier than that, huh? <laughs> Depending on who you're interviewing for. Um. So so one of the things here that I see is that with your experience, you you only put like instructor, superintendent, supervisor. What you did not do. And this is the biggest mistake I see with most people is you really didn't find the the correct verbiage for that position that would make you more hireable because instructional leader. Well, yeah, instructional leader or you well, know, those are titles. Those are titles. So you, I don't know. So you're listing you're listing titles in your headline. You're not necessarily listing outcomes of what you actually provide as a professional. So I, I think that there should be a happy Outcome. medium of, uh, of titles and outcomes. So I it's like, it, okay, I, I, I have these roles, but this is how I actually help people now. So right. this is the results that I was able to achieve. Exactly. And and even above and beyond that, some of these these roles may have new terms that, that have evolved that make it sound more sexy. So for, <laughs> no, for instance, for instance, uh, I was There's a, nothing sexy about being a supervisor of special education. So, well, well, here's a perfect example. Nineteen uh, or in two thousand five, two thousand four, two thousand five, I was working uh, for a company that was writing. Uh, they were doing small infomercials for the internet, and this is before YouTube. So I would write scripts, and so I was a script writer for the internet. That's what I did, right? But nowadays, that doesn't make any sense. It's that same job would be content creation specialist. And Ooh. that is what people look for. So I actually had to go back through, through all, of my, all of my entire work history, and I had to rename some of my job titles so they're more relevant to today's market. Content creator. Another uh, job I had, I worked for the most loved company in America. Rhymes, huh. rhymes with Comcast. Comcast. Right. And uh, I, uh, I was a, I was just on the phone, like salesperson, love, love right? Comcast. I love, I yeah, love Comcast. Everybody loves Comcast. But I was, I was a salesperson, right? That I got up on the phone and I just like you sold. sold something. I just sold. <laughs> I know, amazing, right? So I, I was one of the top salesmen in America for Comcast. There's, uh-huh. a, there's a special place in hell for me. Well, if Comcast comes a call and I'm coming to buy it, I'll tell you that much. I love, so, I love. Comcast. Oh, it was it was a killer job back before uh, Netflix came and killed the entire business. Um, uh, <laughs> but the funny thing is about it is that at the, when I first put that on my LinkedIn profile, I uh, I just said that I was a uh, salesperson for Comcast, but. Salespersons don't make as much money as strategic account growth managers, right? So it's the same job. I'm just like, if you look on uh, on certain like what the, what's offered out there for jobs, a strategic account growth manager will make far more money than a salesperson. So, like when my father used to say he was a chemical engineer, and people would say, "Really." You know, what, what did you do? And he'd say, well, I can take beer, wine, drink it, and turn it into urine. <laughs> <laughs> Is that the 
same kind of thing on drugs? That that is exactly exactly what you put on your LinkedIn profile. In fact, now now I'm reevaluating my entire life. <laughs> no, there there is there is a okay. So there's there's the ethical there's the ethical issue here. And as long, I mean, the thing is, what Andros is doing, there's no ethical quandary here because it's accurate. The the job titles that he's putting are actually fit the right. description of what he did. So I'm okay with that. Now, if you if you're going to exaggerate your position to a point where it's, you know, there's a, there's a bit of an ethical dilemma there, then you know, go on the side of caution, err on the side of caution, don't uh, don't overstate what you did. But one other example that I think I see out there a lot, and and maybe I need to do some more research. I haven't done research on this to determine if this is true, but I, I hear the term customer success manager a lot now, and or customer success representative, I mean, as well. And so I, I'm assuming that my jobs in customer service uh, back from the uh, the late 90s, early 2000s could be updated to be um, customer success managers now or representatives to to match what yeah. is the current lingo in the market today. So, that's really so the job we're... that you might have done some time ago may still be the same type of job, but it's just called something slightly different. Like I said, the you know I was a, a, a writer for the internet. Content creator was not uh, was not a job in <laughs> in two thousand four. Nobody knew what a content creator was, but now that's actually a very highly sought after position. So, so you know the way that that. Um, uh, Justin and I look at this, and the reason why we called our course the LinkedIn Mastery Course. If you go to LinkedIn Mastery Course, we'll, you know, we'll, you can sign up for um, our our free webinar on how to create a LinkedIn a master LinkedIn profile. But you know, the state of mastery takes ten thousand hours to to find, to become a master at something. And so, what's ten thousand hours done correctly too? Uh, it's not yeah. just ten thousand yeah. hours. It's ten thousand yeah. hours of uh, of correct work and correct focus. So right. yes, but that's true. Exactly. Keep going. And so, so what your your LinkedIn profile really is? It's a statement of what your complete mastery is. Like, what is it that makes you a master of what you do? And at the very very tip of that is going to be your your profile headline that sums up what your state of mastery is. And, and so when somebody looks for you for a job or for a colleague, or they just want to do some research on you, uh, it's going to be the first thing that someone's going to see, especially because if, if, I mean, I challenge anyone to Google their name. And if you have a LinkedIn profile, your name is going to come up first on LinkedIn. And so you've got to, you've got to, you got to leverage that the best you can, because you only got one shot to make a first impression. And if somebody else has the same name as you and they're coming up above you on a Google search on LinkedIn, we'll, we will definitely take care of that. So we, we will get you. Um, there can be only one. There can be only one, unless they're like some sort of marketing, marketing superhero. But. Of course, Justin won't remember this. Um, oh, I will. Oh, I can't wait. I can't wait to remember it. I can't wait to remember this. You're a millennial. but um, How old are you? You're like four years older than me. You never get a second chance to make a first impression. Therefore, you don't want dandruff. Right? You know what? I disagree because if you walk in and you have a very nice meeting with somebody and it goes great and then you walk out and you come back in and you just kick them in the nuts <laughs> like as hard as you can, that will make a second impression. <laughs> what, if you wear, what if you wear a disguise too? I mean, if I'm wearing a disguise, can't I make a, a, a new second impression? I come just on. Googled myself and my LinkedIn profile is like way at the bottom of everything else that I've done. Um, probably all those arrests did not help. <laughs> <laughs> Joking. I keep it a Monopoly get out of jail free card Monopoly in my wallet, just so you know. And, and, and Andros can verify that i can if you have an old monopoly game that you've not played in years grab that get out of jail free card keep it in your wallet if you're driving a little too fast taking chances pull it out it's gotten me out of a lot of speeding tickets folks you know what i'm gonna have to i just wanted to share that i actually still have my star wars monopoly game too um so uh yes Mm. yes i have a star wars monopoly game i still have it i was just visiting my parents the house this weekend and it was still there is there get out of free jail card or get out of jail free card with that one 
I'm sure I don't remember what it is, but it's I'm sure it's some stupid Comparable. loose reference to Star Wars, like get out of like the Imperial prison or something. You need to grab that. Get out of the that trash compactor. Right there with your wallet and money. You know what? I, I am not as good looking as you, Lisa. And so I'm going to have to wrap my get out of jail free card around a hundred dollar bill. <laughs> I'm just going to look at me for a long time. Well, apparently, according to my LinkedIn profile, I have really dark, deep set eyes. I look short like dirty face and bug-eyed so i need to work on that picture nobody said anything about bug-eyed but but now that you mention it um <laughs> so 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 the point the point here is this the biggest mistakes that most people make is they do not fill out their linkedin profile correctly and they are missing opportunities like crazy and i will i will tell you this firsthand the techniques that i have used have landed me jobs immediately when I teach people these techniques, they land jobs immediately. So uh, if they're sales professionals using LinkedIn sales navigators, they are able to land sales opportunities easier. So it's, it, it's, it's an underutilized form. There are some people who don't like LinkedIn, but if you are a professional on any level and you're not like sitting in your bunker watching reruns of you know seinfeld or whatever and you really are interested in like okay you knocked a little mermaid now are you gonna knock seinfeld no soup for you oh i love seinfeld no I soup love seinfeld. for you i love it i have a confession i've seen four one year one year one year no soup oh, i've seen uh, oh, four soup episodes Nazi. come on help me out justin i can't remember the year Soup Nazi. That's what I just well, he remember every time he did it, he'd be like, No soup for you, too much. I know, but I can't remember. What was the year? What year it was? I don't know what oh, you year. You said it was. what year? The year was like the I didn't say what year, I said one oh, year. I said no soup for oh, you, yeah, one yeah, year. Yeah, yeah. I thought you said what year did it come one out? Year. You know, like no, that was the, a year, year. the year would have been the mid nineties. Yeah, all I know I remember the finale. I think the finale of Seinfeld aired in either 98 or 99. So that was probably four years earlier. So I'd say it was just early 90s. I hope you had like the time of your life. That I, was like awesome. I've seen four episodes of that show. It was a show about nothing. I've seen, I've seen I like Seinfeld. I mean, I like Seinfeld. I grew up. I was a kid, though, Andros. I don't know that I would still appreciate it today. But as a kid, I enjoyed the when show. When George Costanza was working for the New York Yankees and he was sleeping under his desk and that was like one of my favorite episodes but my favorite episode of all times is something that you and andros would actually andros would do when kramer went to this big company okay this big skyscraper company big ceo company like multi-million dollar company all dressed in a suit and tie decides he's going to bring his lunch this is with people in the in the in the lunch room and everybody thinks he works there and he doesn't work there and he's like talking to everybody about his job and they're talking to him and Kramer does not work there. But he was getting up every day, going to work and just hanging out with people at lunchtime. Like that episode <laughs> so was great. so cool. Like I just want to do it. Like I want to get dressed up, put my suit on. I want to go to some big company, just hang out with people at lunchtime and have them think that I work there. And I'm like, oh, who's the new girl? It's amazing what you can get away with when you just kind of fake it till exactly. you make it, right? Now, uh, the the other the other Seinfeld one I just have to bring this up because you mentioned Kramer's little little uh, out, outings. Uh, the one was when he took all of his cans and he put them into the mail ch- uh, the mail truck with Newman, <laughs> and he drove Wait over to Michigan Newman. because they have a better uh, they have a better redemption value. So yeah, Newman. He, <laughs> Newman. So he went to. He went to. Uh, yes. He drove from New York to Michigan because instead of uh, instead of like a penny, he got like ten cents per can. So they they filled the mail the mail truck with cans. And I remember as a kid, I used to think about that and be like, "Oh my god, I'd make so much money if I just got all my cans and drove over to Michigan or got I to like Michigan somehow." So they made an episode about it. So I appreciated it. So I was watching that as an adult, but uh, you know, okay, Justin, know, you, know, you, know, <laughs> you still only like. I think you're like four years older than me, so it's not it's not that big of a gap. Like we could have been like I could have been a freshman, you could have been a senior. That's how close we are in age. That's why you I, was, uh, I was. My show was the Six Million Dollar Man. That was it. Six Million Dollar Man. I know. Yeah. Well, I don't know. I'm older than yeah. all you. That's like mother. Steve Austin. Yeah. I only know I only know Stone Cold Steve Austin. I don't know the other Steve Austin. Did you watch F Troop? Nope. <clears throat> I did. Did you watch Bonanza? Nope. With like little Joe Haas and the Ponderosa? I watched uh, okay, Get Smart on Nick at Night and Mr. Ed on Nick at oh, Night. Oh, Get Smart. <laughs> oh, he had his phone in his shoe? That's the one. 
Love it. But you believe. Those <laughs> <laughs> are like on it, like Don like Adams. Netflix. Don Adams. Yeah. I'm, you know, I'm going to try and sit my son in front of those. I feel and like see we're reminiscing it. now about like good TV shows. Did I you know. watch The Dukes of Hazard? I never did. It was racist. No. <laughs> I never, I never, I never got into that show. I never, it just wasn't on really, and it, um, yeah, never, never connected to that show. But I watched a lot of the other now, Nick Justin, and shows. You, you just had kids, so um, kid, a kid. So you need to watch Adventure Time. Adventure Time is the Yellow Submarine of our era. It <laughs> I watch it. I watch it with you and Khalil. Uh, I watched at least one or two episodes with you guys before you moved over to yeah. the Netherlands. It is a pretty good yeah. show. It is in Steven Universe. Those no, are, isn't what's the are. what's the, is the character's name Jake on that show? I can't remember. Which on on Adventure Finn Time? What's the character? What's his name? Finn, Finn is, oh, the, is Finn the human, Finn. and Jake the dog, who yeah, is Jake. Okay. based on Bill Murray's character from Caddyshack. Okay, well, my my son is Jacob, so Jake he'll, he might associate with you know Jake. Ooh, Caddyshack. Yeah. yeah. So anyway, if you're listening and you don't know any of this media. You need to catch up. So yeah, seriously. So so here's here's the bottom line. I feel about, like I'm dealing with one flu over the cuckoo's nest right now. <laughs> every day, definitely. So so okay. So just to sum up our LinkedIn. First of all, if you don't have a LinkedIn profile, get a LinkedIn profile. Fill it in. Just like how um, do you get it though? Like where do you go? You go to LinkedIn.com. Oh, okay. <laughs> I mean, I've done it, but I'm like, there are people out there who may not target LinkedIn is. Right. And so, so, um, you know, like, go get it, buy it now. Where do you get yeah. it? Well, Walmart. <laughs> that's right. Go to Walmart. Target. You can probably get it at Walmart. Get your LinkedIn target. profile. Go to the... So, so, uh, sorry, folks. Anyway, it's really late in the Netherlands. Get a, I know it's, it's like really early two in the morning. It's two in the morning and I'm stuck here with Andros. I know. Uh, and, we're it's, six feet apart sharing the same mic. So I know. Don't, don't you miss the grand old days when you were across an ocean? Can't wait to go home. <laughs> so um, uh, get your LinkedIn profile. Get a decent yeah. photo. But but just if, if anything, go to LinkedInMasteryCourse.com. Look up how to spell mastery because I can never spell it right. And... and- <laughs> And uh, <laughs> I couldn't, I couldn't hold back the laughter. Yeah. I'm sorry. <laughs> so, so, um, so, so, sign up for the free course. And, and honestly, at the end of it, we will show you how to get a master LinkedIn profile. Now, uh, next week, we're gonna we're gonna dive a little bit deeper into why LinkedIn is important and how you can really beef up your. Uh, your job descriptions and kind of start gaming the AI algorithm that runs LinkedIn. And there's ways to do that. We'll- yeah, we're, we're also, uh, I don't know if this will be next week, but in the next, uh, in the next couple episodes, we're going to do two more episodes on LinkedIn here. We'll also talk about connecting with people and reaching out because there is an art to outreach on LinkedIn. And it's a lot of people don't know how to do it. And they come straight at you with their marketing message before they've built any rapport or any relationship. And that's yeah. a big, big no-no. Yeah. So we're going we're gonna to go into that more and talk about strategies and methodologies and even some scripts on uh, how you can connect more effectively with people and then leverage that connection to try to turn it into a phone call or a sit-down meeting. Because business happens in person still or over the phone. It doesn't usually happen online. It can, but it's it's more rare. But if you can get somebody on the phone or meet them in person, that's where the real and we're also um, going to show you how to leverage your skill set. So let's say that, for instance, you are looking for a job, and one of the requirements is that you got to know social media marketing, and you have no idea how to do it. In in about four hours, you can get that skill using LinkedIn. There's a way to do it. And get it on your profile and ready to go. So if a employer is looking for someone with that skill, that skill will suddenly show up in in your job search. So you even uh, have a have digital to- badge, a digital badge, yeah. just to, you could point to it and just tell people that you're so the, sheriff have- of, uh- <laughs> the sheriff of Nottingham. We we have we have techniques that I, I, I and I am I'm, I'm saying this completely without ego. If you follow these techniques you will guaranteed get a job anywhere in the world. If you want to escape America for some reason, I don't know why you would, and you want to get a job in a country like the Netherlands, we have the way to do it. So um, anyway, there's a lot of exciting things afoot. Also, you know what we're going to do next week? We are going to do our spoiler-free movie view 
re- review of oh my God. Ant-Man and the Wasp. Yes! Oh, man, I can't wait. Have you been to see this movie? Yes. Did you see it? No, no, I have not oh. seen it yet, but I will be seeing it. So uh, I got my I got my movie pass. The movie pass still hasn't gone bankrupt. So as long as my movie pass is still accepted, I'll go use that and go check out the movie. Uh, looking forward to it. Uh, Mission Impossible 5 is getting incredible reviews right now, too. And I think that's still a week or two off. Uh, but that one's on my list, too, because just because of how well it's being received, early, early buzz is strong. Yeah. So that one I'm also... Um, I wasn't looking forward to it, but now after the reviews, I'm kind of, I'm going to check it so out. So if I could summarize next week, I'm going to learn a little bit more about how to get deeper into my LinkedIn profile and how to penetrate the uh, surface of my profile so that I'm more marketable. So she's going to get deeper and penetrate yes. and talk about her time in the red light district. <laughs> am I, am I- I, I almost went there and I just held back, but Andros did it for me. So but these are words you that you've used, you know, throughout throughout this evening. So you know, I'm looking forward to getting deeper into developing a better profile. And again, right now I feel like penetrating the surface to make sure that I've I've got a a better um, uh, platform for future employers that might want to hire me. Yeah, and and here's the thing, and and we can do even a social experiment where. You can apply for some jobs, and mm-hmm. then we will fix up your LinkedIn profile and apply for jobs again, and you will see the results. It's it's uncanny. So yeah, let's let's do this. I'll see how many jobs I get offered, and then how many jobs I don't get offered, and uh, you know we'll share that with our listeners. Yeah, but in the meantime, sign up for the workshop. It's going to be happening in three yeah. weeks. It's LinkedInMasteryCourse.com. And uh, actually, the three of us will be running it, and it will be uh, a splendid time. We'll be guaranteed. And we'll be live. We'll be live, too. We're not, yeah, this is not a pre-recorded exactly, training. It'll be exactly. live. So, um, what was the other option? Dead? <laughs> <laughs> I'm still learning about this shit. We're going to be a bunch of, we're going to be a bunch of zombies. So everybody, uh, this was the Marketing Geeks podcast brought to you by Star Child Marketing Geeks. This was brought to you by Star Child Interactive. Star Child Interactive is a company that if you want your branding, if you want your website, if you need email marketing campaigns, you basically don't want to hire a CMO, but you want the same effects as a huge marketing huge. team at your for a low rate. Huge. Just go to starchild.us and sign up for a free evaluation. And don't forget to check out LinkedInMasteryCourse.com before uh, our training, which will go live in the next three weeks. That's right. From all of us here at Marketing Geeks. No soup for you. (laughs) So, from the Netherlands. Stay classy. Ooh, it's X. Andros T. Sturgeon. Justin Womack. Stay classy. Planet Earth. Leave a comment. Let us know how we're doing. We love you. Love those emails. Justin reads everyone.